0: Irreverent, entertaining,
1: cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And today is our one-year anniversary! Woo! -woo! And to celebrate, we have professional wingman Thomas Edwards in the studio to tell us how he thinks we're doing. Mm -hmm. After a year of talking about our dating and love and all of that jazz... He's going to weigh in. Thomas Edwards has over seven years of helping thousands of men from all over the world develop social skills to improve their lifestyles and find long-term successful relationships with quality compatible women. He's been responsible for over 30 marriages, engagements, and even five kids. Wow. With, yeah, with Thomas's help, he can teach you what it feels like to have confidence to approach the people you desire, how to live a lifestyle conducive to meeting quality people, and to take control of the fate of your love life, and then be able to take that confidence to other parts of your social and personal life.
2: I know many of you might be thinking that a wingman sounds something more like geared towards the single male market, but don't fret because Thomas says that a little over 25% of his clients are women from all over the country. Mm. And the number one reason women hire him is because they need a guy's perspective on what could be preventing them from finding their relationship they're seeking. And on top of that, the women in, that he that enlist in his services and skills, they really say that they appreciate the tough love that they get from him because it really helps them get out of their own way and helps them you know, find something more compatible and the love that they know that they deserve. So we can't wait to hear what this real-life hitch thinks about our dating lives and what advice he has to help us find Mr. Right or keep Mr. Right or whatever he has to say.
0: Mm, Gonna love talking to him because I love some tough love.
2: Yeah, me too. I do too, actually. It's good. Any teacher in my life that I've ever really liked. Liked has been like a tough love type like an acting coach or even like people that I work like workout classes that I go to I like the like do it approach
0: yeah they got to push you otherwise like what's your motivation yeah, like how are you gonna get there no pussy footing here exactly um but guys first we're gonna fill you in on what we've been up to this last week so let's air our dirty laundry yeah. So I had a girlfriend's birthday on Friday night, and it was a lot of fun, and it was on the east side of town in L.A., and as people that know L.A. know, everyone sort of stays in their own pockets because four miles here is like a million miles anywhere else.
2: Four miles (laughs) here is a million miles. My brother is coming to town, accidentally booked a hotel four miles away, and I was like, oh, no, 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 you can't stay at that one too far too far
0: yeah and i'm sure four miles to anybody else sounds like well that's only four miles no it's not people can run four miles
2: four miles takes like 45 minutes to drive no
0: yeah so we ended up staying on that side of town going to like a bar and ran into a former guest of ours jr lemon and uh his uh his um co-actors what do you call them Co-stars, co-actors. This is what happens when I haven't had coffee. I don't know words. Okay. (laughs) Um, So he was with his co-stars from the night shift, and I was like, "Hello."
2: Oh yeah. So I think there's a couple tall guys in there. I don't know who he was with, but oh
0: yeah. You know I like them tall. Yeah. So anyway, we just chatted for a bit, and then the bar closed, and then we went to this bizarre after hours. It, I don't even What?
2: Like real actors? Like yes Late night?
0: It was like a party In a park With tents And like Oh Different really? rooms Were themed things And it was bizarre And it probably was Pretty typical to the east side But I've never seen Anything like it Wow I couldn't even tell you What it was called It was like a fun house.
2: That's weird. And, I mean, were people on drugs? Obviously. I'm
0: going to guess yes.
2: Yeah, because at that hour of the night, come
0: on. Oh, it was like witching hour. It was like 3.30 in the morning by the time. No, I can't do that. No, and the the shitty thing about going that far east is that, like, you're not going to just, you know, decide to Uber and leave and take off when you feel like it. You don't just, you know... Jet out of there! No, you have to actually coordinate, yeah, and you have to coerce people to leave with you because otherwise, your Uber is going to cost you oh, so yeah. much money. No, so I was basically trapped until like it's like going to
2: Europe. You don't fly all the way to Europe and then like stay there for two days. It's like even if you're not having fun in Germany, you have to fucking stay there for like two days because you went all that way. So you better make it work, Germany. Get it together. <laughs> you know, have just a, be a little more have, fun. Have a fucking. What are the sausage things? Yeah, what are they called? Uh, Did you have coffee? Yes, I did. (laughs) Bratwurst. Bratwurst. Thanks, mom. My mom's here. (laughs) Bratwurst with some
0: sauerkraut and a goddamn beer. Exactly. Make yourself comfortable.
2: (laughs) Stay a while
0: because you flew all that way. Anyway, so that was Friday night. And then Saturday, I was pretty done for. Actually, Saturday and Sunday. This hangover really... Affected oh. my life in a bad way. <laughs> I couldn't even put together sentences. Much worse actually than right now. You'd be surprised. But, um, no amount of coffee. Could Cure me of what, nice. that hangover So I just lounged around With friends at a pool And then stayed in that night I was third wheel To like a couple friend of ours And they I'm always third wheel To them yeah. Basically um, But it was funny Because their neighbors That live downstairs Who were also friends with Just had a baby And they heard me Come in Friday night Or I guess early Saturday morning At like 3.30 4 in the morning Oh god And the neighbor downstairs Was holding the baby Saying I was up with the baby Who was crying and you were just getting home My uh-huh. how things have changed My how things have Because she changed. used to be someone I'd always see out And we have the same friends And like we would just be out partying together yeah. And now things have changed So there was that And then Sunday I had brunch with a friend um, And then started Rosh Hashanah Um Kicked it off Sunday night with dinner and then Monday temple with my family. And I have a date this week. I just wanted you to know, everybody. So right. I'll be telling you how that goes Where next is this week. date from? Um, you mean which app? Yeah. Uh, Bumble. Oh. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. We've been chatting and seems like a nice guy. And what else is going on this week? Um, I am going to be on the panel of the great love debate tomorrow night. woo But... Only after celebrating Lauren's birthday!
2: Yay! Yay! Yay. Which is
0: also why her mom's in town. Yes. It's my birthday. It is.
2: Um, Yeah. Uh, It's exciting. We made a little bit of a last-minute plan, but it's happening. Um... I had a wedding in Palm Springs this weekend. Actually, the place that the wedding was at was where the girl that was holding the baby that heard you come in at 3 in the morning had her wedding, too. Isn't that the smallest world ever? The Solomon Estate in Palm Springs. This shit was, like, you don't even know. It was crazy, insane, massively big, beautiful wedding that was, like, a three-day event. And did they did not... Leave any detail unturned There was like absinthe fairies On the dance floor and dance performances And ice sculptures And every food you could possibly Imagine an open bar And picture photo booths And women hanging From ceilings pouring champagne in your vooove by the way If you're wondering what champagne And it was just insane I have never been to an event like this in my life And I might not ever again But it was wow To Yeah so it was my friends they uh got married they are a wonderful couple and i had a lot of fun with my guy finally got to have a date to a wedding finally it happened it was amazing we danced and Drank by the pool and it was really really fun. He made me laugh really hard all weekend. Um, and uh, yeah,
0: did it um, feel like a vacation because you were somewhere else?
2: It did. It felt like a vacation because it was like a you know hour and a half drive. Um, and yeah, it was. We had a really good time. Um, and I went to Disneyland with him and his daughter on Monday because she has been talking about ever since we all sort of met. She her birthday is today. So, and then mine's tomorrow. So she keeps going like, well, we can go to Disneyland for our birthday. So he surprised her in the morning and went and picked her up. And she didn't know. She thought she was going to school, even though she didn't have school. And he just was like, we're going to Disneyland. So we went. It was fun. We went on all there. She loves, like, scary rides. And what? He, yeah. So she wanted to do, like, Space Mountain. He was kind of like, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, he wasn't scared of it. He's just like, it just makes me feel nauseous. So we were, like, all into the. <laughs> Space Mountain's the best. It's the best. I love it. Um, so yeah, so we went on all the rides, and we took pictures, and, uh, and then yeah, so my mom, whoa, my mom is here. Sorry, I just hit myself in the face with the microphone.
0: Watch out for that microphone. It'll get um, you.
2: And I have some family coming to town, and um, we're going to have some dinner tomorrow night. I am meeting my guy's mother tonight. Is that
0: exciting, scary? Yeah, what? no,
2: I'm not scared. Um, I know, I've, I've met her through FaceTime. Okay. So and it was so cute too. Um she was up at their like cabin and they have a cabin in upstate New York at like a lake and she had, she called and we were driving back from San Francisco and so she's like, "Well, how do you use this FaceTime thing?" So she did it and she and and like it came up and she could see I was like holding, he was driving, I was holding the phone so she could see and his face popped up on the screen and she freaked out. She was like, "Oh my god! Look, there he is." Cuz she was with her like best friend who's his <laughs> godmother and she was like look how handsome he is like it was like this was the first time she was seeing him she like loves him and i say that all the women in his life look at him like that like, his dog even looks at him like that, like, and she's, and she just, like, stares at him. I'm like, I swear, she is saying, she's looking at you, and you can just see, hear her voice going, like, I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you His daughter, five million times a day, Daddy, I love you so much. Like, his mom, it's like, everyone, I'm not going to say that I'm not in that camp, because I look at all of them, and I'm like, I get it. It's like, everyone stares at him, and it's like, pew, 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 pew.
0: Everyone has the hearts coming out of their I'm eyes. I'm like,
2: how does it feel to have every single woman in your life just just like pew, pew, he's got fans, he's like, man, like be careful what you wish for, right? It's like it, they everyone is like obsessed,
0: wow, I'm like how do you do be it's him magical. when I grow, up. I
2: know right, he says he wants to come back. As a, a rich person's dog In his next life I think what? people
0: should I think people should Want
2: to come back as him <laughs> Wait okay
0: So he and I get More similar every day Because I always say I'm coming back As a pampered dog
2: Yeah that's actually true You do say that You know what When he said that I think I thought Oh I've heard him Say that before But I'm wrong It's Me you.
0: The original Jen is yeah. here. You don't have to also. I mean, I guess you're dating me, but man. so it's We fun. are
2: friend gauged. We are. That's true. True. Well, I came yeah.
0: first and yeah. then you found like, a boy me.
2: Yeah, that's true. I kind of did.
0: That's not a bad thing to find. He is there a boy really you loud. somewhere?
2: Hello. I don't know. My Hello. brother?
0: No, my brother's not me. No, you're a different. Yeah, way different.
2: But he's coming to town this weekend and maybe he might be bringing his girlfriend, but maybe he might also
0: have eyes for Jen. <laughs> we'll see this
2: weekend. Mm hmm. I mean if you guys like found some quiet area where nobody was You don't have to tell anybody
0: I don't even know how to be quiet well, I'm the loud part of the party. <laughs> yeah, but you could, yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll see. We'll work that out. But in the meantime, guys, we'll move on from his baggage to celebrities' baggage. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, without that's coffee. Um, so the countdown is officially on for the arrival of Black China and Rob Kardashian's baby. What the baby fuck girl. do you
2: think they're going to name this baby? Did they announce that?
0: I don't No, is, they did not. Is
2: its name going to be like
0: Princess? No. Well, King Cairo is her first child. So
2: it's going to be like... Queen... Palm tree or something. Queen caviar. Oh, God. (laughs) That's not a bad idea, actually. Or maybe it's going to be a color, but spelt with a K. Like...
0: I don't know. Well, you know what's weird is her name's actually Angela. So she's like a real name.
2: And well, yeah, clearly her name's not fucking Black China. No, but her
0: poor children have these crazy names for real.
2: I know. But do you think that she calls herself Black China because she's actually black?
0: Um, I'm going to go yeah on that. And I don't know what the China is about. I don't know. Like fine China. Like she's not like poor. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't. I, was... I mean, I'm not mad at her name. Like, I no, am. There are worse ones I feel. Well, like. I'm going to call myself white porcelain. I'm surprised you even said that you were
2: white. I'm not white, but I wouldn't do that. That's
0: weird. I couldn't I could be white porcelain.
2: You can because you're white.
0: Chosen porcelain. <laughs> Cuz <'Cause> I'm Jewish. <laughs> you didn't even wish me happy new year on air. Happy new year. Thank you. I forgot I know. A thing. lot's going on. It's our anniversary, it's your birthday, it's happy new year time, you is know, Rosh the whole Is not thing.
2: always this time of year.
0: No, it changes every. Why year.
2: does it do, what the what the fuck
0: how to are I mess with supposed you?
2: To- I'm sorry but the uh, How Isn't it like 365 days From all of the year No No okay Different calendar Sure
0: It's fine It's the chosen calendar Get Is with it the longer
2: than 365 days I don't days? actually know
0: the answer cause Oh I'm a Decent Jew <laughs> Probably the worst one
2: That's why it doesn't happen Our
0: calendar year Right Our The real people's calendar year <laughs> Exactly <laughs> Not you people yeah, everyone else, <laughs> you people. Oh. Um, anywho, so they had a baby shower for Black China, and they pulled out all the stops. There was a belly dancer, photo booths. Kind of sounds like the wedding you went to. Yeah, it does. Uh, bobbing for nipples, which sounds a little weird. Pin the sperm on the egg. Ooh. Okay. Ha 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 ha. ha ew. Um, and there was like eighty guests there, including child king Cairo, um, and Scott Disick was there. And yeah, there was some
2: photo booth pictures of him and Rob in the, on, uh, the Instagram.
0: All right. Well, people go stalk that because I'm sure there were interesting things going on there. Um, meanwhile, the sisters were not there because they were at Paris Fashion Week. And as you know, Kim got robbed or whatever. Yeah. At Fashion Week. So probably should have just gone to this baby shower and mm-hmm. been safer. Bob for some nipples. Exactly. Um, but yeah, apparently there was some drama, of course, where Rob misunderstood the fact that the sisters wanted to throw him a baby shower but like he thought they were just like doing that to like not invite back China her, yeah. but it was just they wanted to celebrate him becoming a dad like give him his special moment yeah which i think is really cute because like cute. dads don't really get a baby shower yeah they, they barely do. get a, matern- a paternity leave yeah well they're also not
2: birthing the child Right. so let's be real about those logistics but yes it would be nice for them to have their li- a little moment usually there's a moment in the woman's baby shower clearly where the husband comes in at the end yeah maybe she could have she
0: could come in at the end and that'd be cute well her, the thing is her baby shower was actually co-ed so like yeah so it kind of served both purposes yeah that's
2: why people do that usually yeah um well you know after a tumultuous relationship of rob and black china that we've been watching The Osbournes also have had a tumultuous few months because now it seems like they're back on. Sharon and Ozzy are back on. So we cut to, like, half a year ago where Sharon on her talk show was like, I can't keep living like this, and her husband had, you know, allegedly been sleeping around, and now it comes out that he's got this sex addiction and he, you know, has been trying to, you know, Deal with it, and has been very apologetic, and so now we are seeing photos of them like kissing and things, and so I guess apparently
0: they are you know back on. But isn't that kind of weird though? After she made such a public announcement about it, yeah, and then also like did that whole stunt with like having lemonade on the table. I don't and like trying to hint that like she's dealing with like a Beyonce situation. But all of a sudden, now they're back together, and it's like, la-di-da, love.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, apparently her hairstylist is sort of spilling the beans about, like, the fact that they're back together, and, you know, it's they've been dealing with this sex addiction together, and they, you know, they want to try and figure out how to make this work and how to coexist, and, and, he, and he has publicly, like, would like to apologize to the women that he'd been having sexual relationships with. So, I mean, you know, whatever. I guess they're kind of like the couple from The Real Housewives of Orange County. Which couple's that The ones that, that I think actually Her name's Shannon I can't think of her last name But she and her husband Publicly went through On the show He had an affair And she publicly Went through it And like cried And went to therapy And like couldn't get over it
0: Oh is this the one Whose mom Like the His mom doesn't like His wife No yeah I heard her Sharon
2: or Shannon something I can't think of. Bummer. Anyway, and he they have they made it back to the point where they are really good And this season you can watch them like really be in love with each other and they renewed their vows and they seem very happy but so it can ha- I,
0: I guess it could happen we'll see what Sharon and Ozzy do. Well, we shall see. Um, and, guys, for those of you that are on dating apps, there's some info that came out uh, from the dating app Hinge about what will help make you more successful on the app and what things you want to avoid doing. Um, you know, we always say it takes a village to date, and whether you look for an assistance from a wingman or through connections on an app like Hinge – You know, we all need a little help sometimes. Yeah. So here are some easy-to-fix dating mistakes that you might be making, starting with apologizing. If you use the word sorry in your opening line, you're 56% less likely to exchange numbers, and I will say I've done that.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, sorry, it took so long to get back to you. Yeah, and I thought that was
0: nice because, like, it was, like, a pretty easy opening line and, like, apologizing. But I'm never going to do it again. Don't skip over job and education
2: section, according to John Berger, who we interviewed. I mean, fill this out, you guys. They People want to know. They're evaluating you on a potential match, and they want to know if you've got, like, where you are socially and economically and stuff. They just You just want to know. Maybe it doesn't matter to some
0: people, or it does, but you want to know. You sure do. And suggesting vague times to meet up is a no no, guys. Like, say not this weekend or next week, say. Or sometimes. Right. Or some. Le- sounds good. Let's meet up soon. How about we pick a day and a time? I yeah. always respond best to people that are assertive. Yeah. And it makes me feel like they know what they want or that they are like eager to meet me personally. Cause I know there's a lot of fish on this sea of dating apps. And. You know They could be going on a date Every single night But the yeah. fact that they actually Show some sort of urgency Makes me yeah. feel special They're
2: making time for you Also right. do not be light hearted Okay So don't include words Like ha 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 Or those three letters That I don't like to say You like need to Make things specific Okay guys Like be like um, I that you're funny Or whatever I think like I don't know I just and emojis and shit I just Be very specific and let people know like when you're Interested or not I think
0: I agree um, Swiping left So, women who found their mate on Hinge, we're using Hinge as the example, were found to be 20% less picky than the average swiper, which resulted in the potential of more matches, which apparently, guys, resulted in a higher chance of a lasting match. So, if you find a girl attractive, but there's something superficial you don't like about her, or if you find him interesting but a little dorky, swipe right. Just give them a chance. See what happens.
2: You guys, if someone has an interesting name, make sure you point it out because a lot of people say that, you know, um, if you're pointing out like, oh, my gosh, I just matched with Penelope or somebody, then you might want to mention like cool name and just take note that you're noting their name. It's like individuality.
0: Um, Can I? I'm going to reveal something. I don't swipe right on people if I don't know how to pronounce their name because I'm like, what am I ever going to do with you? Oh, God. Like, I just just don't know. Maybe
2: you say, how do you pronounce your name? Spell it. That's
0: your opening line. And then my response would be, Aichiwawa. Yeah. Um, not messaging enough people. Guys, to meet someone you actually want to be in a relationship it's a with. It's numbers game. You have to try out a bunch of people. You know, strength in numbers. So people message with an average of 16 people before their partner came along. Be patient. Stay hopeful. I'm probably averaging way more than 16 at this rate because if I talk about it every week for the last 52 weeks, you do the math. Um, But I
2: still have hope. Yeah. And make sure you give your number out in an opportune time. So don't give it out too quick and don't hold out the sweet spot for giving out your number is like three days, they say. So, you know, just make sure you like give a cushion, but not too long.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the final like piece of information is Sundays are great. Sunday nights. So get on your couch, start swiping, watch some good TV, and swipe away. You'll That's find love. You It'll will, be amazing. You
2: will find some love.
0: And if not, you can enlist our favorite wingman who has just joined us in the studio. Yes. Good morning, Thomas Edwards.
1: Good morning, ladies. How Hi. are you? We
0: are good. How are you? I'm great. Well, last great. time we saw you, we were at the Great Love Debate.
1: Yes. Yes, it's true.
0: And we will be there again tomorrow together.
1: We are. This time
0: I will be joining you on the panel, so that will be interesting. (laughs) It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, So thank you for joining us. Tell everybody what a wingman is exactly.
1: So I am founder of a company called The Professional Wingman. And what we do is we help people develop better social skills to give them the best chance of finding long-term love. And how we do that. Is we go out with them into social venues and we give them real time feedback on what's preventing them from making those romantic connections happen. And we do it in real time.
2: So you like watch them interacting with people and then you like pull them aside and go like, don't do that?
1: Every once in a while that'll happen, or we'll be in conversation together as a group and I'll be able to tell him as things are happening how the interaction is going, whether he or she might be interested in them or that they might need to escalate the interaction a little bit more, or maybe it may not be worthwhile staying in the conversation so we can eject.
2: Wait, but like, how do you do that? You in front of like the guy and the girl, you're like, nah, dude, she's not interested. Let's walk away. Or do you like code words? It's like code. It's
1: not necessarily code words, but you can definitely, uh, like for example, if I see that the conversation is not necessarily going that well, I'll come in and say, Hey, like, would you like another drink? And he'll okay. say yes or no. And then that'll kind of be, I guess, I guess that is code word. But Yeah, like to he, let's go. Yeah. If he wants okay. another drink, then obviously I'll grab him. Sometimes like, no, like, yeah, I'd love a drink. And he'll tell me the drink order. And that, mean, that means he wants to stay. Got it. And at that point, I'll introduce myself to whoever he's talking to. To make sure that she knows I'm not just like this random dude. I'm actually a friend of his. <laughs>
2: totally. Yeah,
1: and then I can let them be.
2: Okay, so your job is very, very, very important that you pay attention to social cues and that you teach people how to pay attention
0: to social cues.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think social skills... Uh, well, I, I personally believe that relationships are the second most valuable currency we have in this world to okay. time. Okay. You want time?
0: Time, man.
1: Yeah, it's, it's everything. And your lifestyle and the people who are in your life are going to be dependent on the relationships that you have. Yeah. And if you don't have the social skills to build, cultivate and sustain those relationships, your life is just not going to be as great as you want it to. And that's just talking like in general, not even necessarily romantically, yeah, but just in general. And yeah. so I think it's really important to understand social cues and build that social intelligence to know how to build relationships.
2: Well, you say that your part of your job is to like, get these people to develop those skills to feel confident in approaching the right type of person they're looking for, and then to be able to carry those skills into their regular everyday life. Yeah. It's all connected, obviously. It is all connected.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that um, a lot of the... I work with both men and women. It's about 70% guys, 30% women. And one of the common things that I always stumble across, especially with my clients, is when they come to me, they want a relationship. That's like their end goal. I see vision. And for me, it's like you are not even realizing that there is a whole nother world that exists after you get into relationship. Yeah. And so the way I think about it is it's like sports. You you play to win and and then after you win, you play for keeps. Yeah. And so the same skills you use to get into relationship are the very similar skills you use to stay in a relationship.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And also, you probably shouldn't change all that much because you fall in love with the person. Like, uh, I'm always afraid that, like, I'm going to get into something three months later and then find out somebody was just, like, playing nice for the first three months. And now all of a sudden they're a raging alcoholic or they quit their job because they're like, what? I got you. I don't have to work anymore. I have no idea what that might be like. Last person I dated. Right. Or, like,. (laughs) People just like stop trying, you know, yeah. or they just stop going on dates and they stop everything. So like it, it, it makes sense to carry what you start with into the totally relationship. The yeah. moment
1: you stop dating is the moment relationship starts to end. Like, yeah. Like even when you're Absolutely. like, even
0: when you're in it.
1: Yeah. Even you when you're, even when you're in it, like dating is very, very important. Yeah. No matter where you are in your relationship, whether you're married, married with kids, your kids are gone and off to college and it's just you two, like you have to constantly create space to keep dating each other. Or else then you forget... Why you like that person. Yeah, why you totally want to be around right. them. And I yeah. think that's just so important. The more you can remind that person why yeah. they love you, the more they're going to stick around, the more they want to stick around.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so let's back it up a little bit. How did you get into this field? I know that people always ask you this, and there's a very interesting story, so we want to hear it.
1: Yeah, do we want the. I guess we'll do the, the shortest story just for the sake of time. Yeah, I, could yeah. be, I could be here all day.
2: <laughs> it, is, it is a very, very long, amazing story that starts yeah. like in high school or like right after, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I was a sophomore in college and being the hopeless romantic that I, that I am, I thought I already found the one. And so I went to her parents and asked for their blessing and they gave it to me. And then like a week later, I called her, you know, asked her to come over to my place to hang out. I was actually going to propose to her that weekend. Jeez. And she said that she cheated on me with some random guy. And so...
2: Someone was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, Thomas. No, no. No, no.
1: So I was heartbroken. And after about a half hour of crying in the shower, I came out and (laughs) (laughs) decided I need to change my life. And I did a lot of soul searching, a lot of reading. Came across a book of uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Really inspired to change my life. I want to read that. It's a great book. Anyone who hasn't read it, It's an amazing read. It teaches you a lot about communication and how to set standards for yourself, but not only for yourself, but also to uphold them um, with other people in your life, too.
2: And you say you like reread it every year to like refresh yourself. Oh,
1: it's a great refresh. I I really feel
2: like I should read that.
1: Yeah, it's really, really good, especially when you're in places where your life is different and you need to learn how to communicate. In that space,
2: yeah, because then you're going to read that information differently, very differently. Yeah. I'm
1: always learning something new when I read different excerpts. It's it's really cool. But uh, it started kind of a snowball effect of just me reading a lot of different material on personal development and then trying those things out over the course of you know the duration of my college life and then into my post college life. Decided that I wanted to start a blog as a way to hold myself accountable, but also chronicle my development. And that was when people started to pay attention to. How I was basically creating a lifestyle that was really conducive to meeting amazing people, and then eventually amazing women. And people were asking me questions about what I was doing specifically. I started to just tell them what I did, not to be an expert, just but just say, "Hey, like this is what I did. Go try it out." Mm-hmm. They come back and say, "Thomas, this was like right on the money. <laughs> it worked for me. Thanks so much. You should be charging people for this." And ah. I'm like, "I'm like, who would pay for this?" Like I thought, well, you know. And then. Uh, Fast forward, this is 2009 in March. Uh, I was at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And my buddy and I were at a bar. He saw this really attractive woman and asked me literally to be his wingman and help him get a date. I thought he was being ridiculous. So I was like, dude, just go do it yourself. And he said, I'll pay for all your drinks the entire weekend if I can get that date. And so I did. And he texted me and said, drinks are on me. Thanks for being my wingman. She's awesome. And then it clicked. I think it's one thing to... Facilitate introductions I think that's cool But I knew that There was more value In teaching people How to do it themselves And I love the idea Of being a wingman So I figured Kind of like how College athletes go pro I could go pro Uh,
0: Yeah (laughs) amazing I mean and you really Are truly helping people And it's fun And it probably Makes you also reflect On who you are Every so often Because you're Encountered Like these People in their situations So you probably Have to reflect Now how did you Meet your wife
1: So uh, My wife well, it's so interesting. The so e flirt
0: expert. Yeah. yeah. So
1: we met on Twitter. Uh, she found me, and uh, it's really interesting because I feel like social media is like the biggest dating site ever. If like, it's
2: like the biggest dating app.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. You can meet so many people and inject yourself into so many different conversations. It's really really cool. Anyway, she searched her hashtag, found me, thought I was really cute. We like retweeted each other for a little bit. Then it kind of like fizzled out, and then she DM'd me and asked to, like meet up for a drink under the guise of like possibly working together yeah little did i know that that was more of a flirting tactic
2: <laughs> and you guys ended up like shooting a bunch of shows together so it's like yeah and sort of chronicling as you were dating as well right
1: totally i mean we basically like without even realizing we were basically putting our courtship on display like you can cl- you could totally tell that's cute in the videos as we're trying to be like educational and, and being coaches that we were totally like Flirting with each other, like through that process, that must been have been amazing.
2: so interesting to watch. I saw all of your videos on the website. I didn't like click on any of them, but I think I, I felt like, oh my god, it must be interesting to watch the like dynamic change throughout it. But then
1: it's like watching two like teenage kids like fall in love. It's like so it's so cute. ridiculous. So, like, we're, we're like we're like such. We look at each other. It's like oh my god, we look like children right there. It's like, yeah, so ridiculous. That's cute
2: that it's like on. I always think about this too. Like we talk about our like relationships and things and like I've kind of gone through like dating this guy for a while and like I go back and listen and I feel like it's like a diary of like what's been happening or yeah. you know, it's like fun to see but so if you're um Wife is like the e-flirt expert and sort of teaches you how to do flirting online or mm-hmm. in dating apps and stuff. And you're more like of a in-person type. How do you guys met? How do you guys mesh these ideas? Do you disagree on things sometimes? Yeah, I mean,
1: I think it's natural to feel like. You know we don't we don't feel we have to agree to, on everything, yeah. and we and we purposely don't because I think it's really important to have that healthy dynamic. Mm-hmm. The one thing we can agree on is that we both need each other, Aww. and that's in the sense of if you need to have just as much of a great offline dating life as you do an online dating life, and you don't have a, if you don't have a strategy for either, you're missing out on some element. Yeah, there are certain people who you'll never be able to meet in person who you'll only be able to meet online. True. And vice versa. True. You know, and how you project yourself online is a lot different than how you project yourself in, you know, offline. And so that comes into account as well. Okay. And so we work a lot with helping people understand how to create more congruence. Uh, both online and offline.
0: I need that help. I don't think I translate well at all over text. I'm very direct. So like, if somebody <laughs> yeah. asks me to, a question, I answer it. Or if like I'm in charge of writing the first message on Bumble, I'm like, wow, this is like struggle, bus because yeah. I don't know what to say to you. I'm not going to be funny just like offhand. Usually Welcome I'm funny. to our world as yeah. a man. <laughs> I, and sometimes, sometimes I've written that and been like, hi, you're cute. That's really all I've got, and I'm so sorry you have to do this job all the time. But like, yeah, I don't know what to say sometimes so
1: it's really interesting because uh, when you think about communication um, 7% of and this is in person 7% of communication is just verbal you know and so when a lot of guys come and ask me what do I say to her I literally say anything like start with high, but you could literally could say anything
2: Brian Howie says to stick your tongue out at someone
1: well that's definitely more of a, a body language cue I understand why that works I just personally wouldn't give that advice but I understand I w- why it works because yeah. it's, yeah. it's playful it's playful and right. it does establish that space of like hey I'm totally vulnerable and approachable and you can come talk to me right yeah. and most guys will honestly yeah. they will, they will do that um,
0: they won't look at you and be like, hello, little child over there, like or like something weird for doing that?
1: See, that's the weird thing. People think that just because we're older and more sophisticated, that means that like how we flirt with each other needs to be more sophisticated and nuanced, and it's really not. Like, okay, yeah. so can
0: I go throw rocks at boys and call it a day? I mean, you could probably- Next prob- time we're out and there's a rock somewhere, just do it. I'm going to. You
1: could just stone people. <laughs> <laughs> <their nuance. Yeah. laughs>
0: it's the new dating app. It's called Stone. Oh,
1: Stoning. My God. Yeah. Stoning. Wait,
2: so like, what do you you, you say just to say anything?
1: Like. Yeah, because when you think about it, if communication is only 7% verbal, your, your entire thought process of how you think you should really win a woman over, which is obviously the first thing. The first thing you say is supposed to be the one that wins them over. 7%, Shit, no pressure. 7% of that success is accounted for what actually comes out of your mouth. The okay. other 93% is nonverbal communication. 55% is your body language. That's crazy. And 38% is tonality. So it's not about what you actually yeah. say. Tone is
0: huge. It's well, how what, you
1: say it and what, and what your presentation is with with how you're saying I,
0: it. But, but someone, what if it's on a dating app and you have no tone?
1: So, um, okay, there, so it is, there it is, right? And <laughs> yeah. so, so just like how offline your words don't really matter online your words 100% do matter. So is it
2: the reverse percentage? Is it like Basically, 93% it's, 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 yeah. of what you well I guess it's I mean, 100%. What,
1: what, yeah. I have actually thought about it that way, but I will come up with like the percentages. I think it's really important to understand that the words do mean something, but you also have to understand because there's no tonality, uh, communication is gender neutral. Oh. And so what it do doesn't matter well, it doesn't matter who's initiating or who's like trying to progress the the conversation offline. It doesn't matter like what you're it doesn't matter um and then, it, well, yeah, so it doesn't matter who's initiating or who's trying to, like, progress the conversation offline. Whether a woman does it or a guy does it, I don't think it matters because the whole purpose of online dating is to get offline. And so that being sure. said, so tr- tr- courtship does not exist online. Okay. When you think about traditional courtship. Okay. The second thing is because people don't understand your sense of humor or how you communicate... It's very important to just make sure that what you say has no room for misinterpretation. Sure. It needs to be very basic.
0: Who's got time for all this analyzing?
2: No, but like exactly. it's actually easier than your what it sounds like. You've done the work and the actual answer is easy. Just be very simple.
1: Very simple.
0: Well, but then I feel like people lose interest. So that's where I'm at with these dating apps and I'm always curious as to how people actually get off the app because you could start talking to somebody and it's like, They're a stranger to you. You don't actually care about their life. So how do you then find any interest at all in meeting them in person? You have to have some kind of personality or keep them interested or vice versa. But it takes a lot for me to want to text them back.
2: I guess it's you have the advantage of actually being in front of the person and getting that 93% of the non-verbal communication, which is stronger, but you don't know the person you meet at the bar either.
0: True, but I feel like in that case you feel chemistry or something. Yeah, yeah. That's, you? Like- yeah.
1: yeah. Chemistry is not gonna exist online. Right. Yeah. If if you're out, if you're out there looking for chemistry online, you are wasting your time. It just doesn't exist. You might be
2: able to feel some sort of like, ooh, this is easy banter. What if they had a dating
0: (laughs) app that was like scratch and sniff? Like you could scratch chemistry and sniff it and see if it's for you. Well, then
2: you'd be a rich motherfucker. Yeah,
1: exactly. Seriously. Um, So, you know, my wife and I created this program. It's called Fearless Dating. And the idea is to basically help people uh, learn how to use the tools, both online and offline, to never be alone again. Just like flat out. <gasps> what? And one of the things that we we learned through, um, I want to see. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Um, so yeah, so when you think about how chemistry, how, how we get to chemistry, mm-hmm. it starts with attraction. Yeah. And that both is online or offline. It could be how someone looks. It could be what they write in their profile. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then. Chemistry doesn't happen automatically. It happens through conversation. Sure. And chemistry can't be established through conversation online because you don't have the other 93% sure. to feel. It's really, we don't we undermine that, but it's really, really important to it's feel huge, that right. in order to get to that chemistry. Yeah. And so what's the bridge that gets from attraction to chemistry? Well, it's flirting. Yeah. And you can flirt online for sure, but it's not going to be as impactful as not, getting in person, it which is why yep. uh, it goes back to my point before where... Trying to get offline is should be your number one objective when right. trying to communicate with potential matches online.
2: When I was dating online, that was always the number one goal. And when I was in New York, it happened very quickly. In LA, yeah. it did not. We got offline within hours, usually. More than 75% of the dates I went on. And I dated yeah. a lot when I was in New York and I wasn't even there for that long. Like way more than I've dated in the span that I've been in LA. But the whole point was to get offline and for whatever reason there, it was like,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy. And and it's really – honestly, like it seems very – everything I'm saying seems pretty simple, but people just in practice just don't do it. Yeah. The more barriers you put in front of yourself, the less likely you're going to be able to find your match. And so if you are the kind of person who says, well, I want to talk to them on the phone first before I meet them, you're now creating another barrier where you might be able to not meet someone. If you need to, you know, talk to someone for several days before feeling comfortable meeting meet up with someone – you're creating another barrier for yourself because mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. you're creating all these barriers that you wouldn't even consider if you met this person in real life. Oh, that's a good point. Or if you went out to a bar, right. right? And so if you just take certain perspectives of how you'd want to meet someone in person and bring it to the online space, it makes it a little bit easier for you to meet more matches. Sure, you, know, you might spend more time like going through matches who may not pan out, but this is online dating is a very, very efficient for that purpose. Yeah.
2: Wait, so do you... So your wife asked you out basically ish first yeah. do you think even if you're not on Bumble like if the point is to get offline do you think there's anything wrong with the woman like would you when you wingman your women do you just tell them like go ask that guy out like would you say the same thing in her instance like she's like I'm oh I want to get offline like I don't want to have a fucking pen pal for 10 days or yeah. two weeks or whatever just say ask the guy out be like let's hang out when can we hang out
1: online hundred percent
0: just do it who cares
1: yeah. if, if he asks a question and you're feeling like you know what like I'm ready to get offline be like hey we'd love to tell you that over a drink
0: I've said that I've said it wait oh now what happens in person okay so I like that you wingman yeah. men and women you're not
1: even asking him out by the way right you're just saying you're suggesting the idea of grabbing That's a drink true. and then he gets into oh cool let's go grab now a drink now I know I right. can do it can make the and plan. now he's asking you out do it every yeah. time totally. Jen do yeah, it every the, time the phrase, I the phrase I like to use is because I feel like a lot of women um, you know when it comes to gender roles or courtship that doesn't exist anymore in today's world I think they're either pursuers and the pursued and I feel like a lot of women want to be pursued Right? They want to be desired. They want to be wanted. And so for women, I tell them there's a difference between being proactive and being aggressive. Uh-huh. When you're proactive, you're communicating to a guy, here's your opportunity to pursue me. Yep. When you're being aggressive, that's when you're the pursuer.
0: I get it. Which you probably don't recommend, right? Because yeah. guys uh, the, depend, don't really the, like aggressive, do they?
1: Well, it depends. I mean, I know a lot of um, introverted introverted men who may not be and like the, the one to take the initiative. They will likely want to be someone, a woman who might be a little bit stronger. And so if they end up becoming the pursuer, then that's fine too. So it really depends, but like I said, it's 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 about the roles we play in that in that particular relationship. That's a fine
2: line, but there I could there's a difference. Yeah, I think between Absolutely. aggressive totally. and pursuit, like and a lot of like men that we interview all say like we're dumb guys, we don't know what we what to do. Just tell us, just tell us. Well, that would be you opening the door, yeah, and saying like, hey, proactive, yes, being proactive.
0: Yeah. So now from the point of inception of somebody calling you and they're like, Thomas, I need you, I need your help, get me love. Like, what are the next steps? Yeah, how do you?
1: So our our prospective clients will apply online um, for coaching, so we can make sure that they're in it for the right reasons. And then through that, I'll interview every potential client, and um, a lot of that actually I do. I actually coach them in that initial consultation just to mm-hmm. see where their mind's at. And there are a lot of things we look for, but most importantly, we look for uh, what they're what they're looking for in their end game. Are they really looking for a long term relationship? Because if they're out there to get laid, like. There are plenty of other services out there that can help you do that. We are, right. <laughs> we are not one of them. We are not one of them. Um, second thing is we want to make sure that they're willing to put in the work necessary. Yeah, you know we're not here to tell you what to do or to do shit for you. We're here to really put you in a space where you can be successful and find that love and keeping that love too, which is very important. And then the third thing we look for is respect. Mm. Do you have respect for the the, the gender that you are? you're looking to pursue because that's also very very important too if you have resentment or any type of past history that you were carrying over it's not going to make for a healthy relationship or any not even relationship but any interaction you have with who you want to talk to is sure. going to carry over and project itself and, and
2: then they're going to be resistant to you and your advice and it's just right. a pointless way they should probably time. go exactly. to therapy first yeah.
1: exactly do you and we, actually and we, and we do rec- we do recommend that every once in a while if we feel if you feel like someone is in a very bad place
0: so you will say, like, sorry, I refuse the right to serve you. <laughs> like, yeah. you, no shirt, yeah, no we shoes, service. Don't, yeah, we don't no take service. on every
1: client, and that's, yeah. it's for that purpose. I mean, it, re- it really is important to me personally to make sure that people are in it for the right reasons and mm-hmm. they're in a healthy space to actually want to be in a relationship. People might say they want to be in a relationship, but there's no space for, for someone else in their lives. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're in denial and they need someone like me to tell them, no, fuck, like, this is not happening. You're, you're not ready yet. Yeah, doesn't mean that you, you can't be. But there's more work you need to do before you and I can actually do something. Oh, yeah. You know?
2: That's a real thing.
1: Yeah. Doing the work.
2: We've all encountered men who were not ready. And there may be times where we haven't been either. I mean, I there are too. I have a whole group
0: of guy friends that are like mid-30s that say every time they see like any of us girls, they're like, help me, like uh, introduce me to someone, like, or I'm ready for a relationship. I just want a girlfriend. How come I can't find a girlfriend? Well... Let me start by saying it's because you're going after 22-year-olds and you are mid-30s and because you meet these girls out at night and then you take them home and then you don't call them again. So you don't actually want a girlfriend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Their purpose is a lot different than their actions. Yeah. You know, they may want something, but then they fall back into their their old habits. And it's not. It's, sometimes it's not their fault. Yeah. It's what they've been accustomed to for so much time it's that they habit. don't know yeah. any different. Right. Yeah. And it's hard to create radical change when that's the environment yeah. you're exposed to all the time but, so, t- yeah. but
2: you're the outside expert that can like take of you from a different standpoint and say like hey listen before we do this this is a no-go or a go and then if it is a go then what do you do you're like all right we need to go to a bar and like make that like you must go out all the t- time <laughs> yeah Jeez. i do
1: i do the, the big thing is um what I, I call a stress test and so i put okay. them into a social environment and I watch and see how they, be, how they carry themselves. Because it's one thing for you to tell me what your problem is, it's another thing to see it happen oh, in real time.
0: Oh, that yeah. must be so interesting.
1: You know? and a if lot only of times, therapists yeah.
0: actually did that with their clients, because they would see what they actually yeah, because are, oh, yeah. what they tell them. Exactly, I feel like
2: I have a friend that goes to a therapist and I'm like, I don't think that you're accurately describing what goes no. on in your real life.
1: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. when you're in a stressful situation, you actually become your real self.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And that's when I get to see the real them. And then no. what I do in that in those moments is I start I give them little bits of advice to see how they're going to interpret it. Are they going to be like this guy's full of shit? I'm not going to listen to him, or it's like, huh? Maybe I'll give it a shot. And then from there, I get to understand what their learning curve is going to be. Mm. And then we basically lather and repeat the rest of that night to see what are the major. I like, I like to focus on three major things that if they were to change those three things, they would get the the, the quickest and the most impactful results. Okay. So it could be helping them get it over there anxiety when it comes to approaching attractive people or being approachable to attractive people um it could be their inability to flirt or know someone's flirting with them um or it could just be how to be how to create deep conversation with someone Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people it's so weird people always ask me i don't know what to say and i'm like you and i have sat here and had a conversation for an hour and you're telling me you don't know what to say to (laughs) someone else (laughs) like i just don't understand just start
0: talking just start talking. Yeah. And ask questions. I think that's important. People forget to do that because, A, they're either scared and sounds like they're, like, interrogating them or, like, that they might be nosy or something. Well, that's something. where tonality comes in. Right. Yeah. But, like, I think that just... I guess from us having a show and like interviewing people all the time. Now I almost go on dates and I'm like, well, this is just going to be an interview because I'm going to find out things about you and we'll see what happens. Yeah. If yeah. I don't,
2: I would do that when I would date. Like if I was like, mm, I don't really, this person is not like, sometimes you just don't feel it. And so you're like, Ugh. but then you you could still have an interesting conversation with someone. Totally. My interview skills would come out and I would just be like, so tell me. But yeah. it wasn't hard. I mean, for me, it, it could be hard for some people. And I'm sure the people that enlist in your services, it's that, Could be something very commonly difficult for your clients, but for me, it's not a hard thing to do. I have other things in my life that are hard to do, but that is not one (laughs) of them. So, but it is, I get it. Like, you just start talking and things just start happening, I guess. That's how I, it's just very natural.
1: Like, it starts with talking, but I think one of the the key points of conversation actually isn't about talking, it's about listening. Sure. And and a lot of people just don't know how to listen. And part of it's because they're so nervous.
0: They're that, already thinking about that the next question. they're already thinking about the next thing, you know,
1: <laughs> when in reality, I always tell guys, like, if you want to know how to date a woman, all you have to do is listen because she'll tell you exactly how to do it.
0: It's true. It <laughs> actually <laughs> is very true. There yeah. is strength in silence. Absolutely. You'll we'll find out everything oh. you need to know from not speaking.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Truth. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Be still, my heart. Um, what else can we find out from you about how this all works? Like you take them out to a dating like to a stress test then you what happens then like do you actually point out people that they should meet in the bar or like do you let them tell you what they're attracted to like what if their taste is just crazy <laughs> like an unrealistic <laughs> well, or well we
1: call it out you know for i mean i personally call it out but at the same time if they really believe it, that that's what they're looking for i say well go for it let's we'll see what happens
2: let the experiment you know? give you the answer absolutely like, yeah, yeah.
1: You know because you can't you can't deny results you can't ignore them, and especially if they're right in front of your face, True. if I'm saying, hey, like this may not be something that you should be working at, working towards right now, we should start at a you know lower level and you go ahead and maybe ten out of ten women that you talk to who at the time might be out of your out of your league i, I don't I don't want to Create a, a space where you know, God, there are women or, or men who are out of each other's league. I don't necessarily think that's particularly true. I think you can work towards it. it, it at moments, it can. But be, in moments, but, yeah. it can. In, in moments, that, that can be right. Like if
0: you lack confidence and skills and you're just a blubbering idiot, you're not in her league. It's, yeah, it's right. just like together. that, together. Right?
1: And so, yeah. if they don't believe me or think I'm stubborn or they're creating a space where their mind's just in a different place, I'll put them in an environment where they need to. Do that. I mean, I remember one client that I worked with. This was years ago. Um, he's a you know really smart guy, neurosurgeon, artistic, well traveled, good looking, and he essentially wanted like the the Heidi Klum with the Einstein brain. And I said, "All right, like I don't really think that you're there yet, but you know I'll deliver because I want to see what how you'll respond to this." And so. Uh, I had tickets to a fashion show um, and I knew someone who was like coordinated, so I had backstage passes and I went in and we walk in and I'm saying hi to my friend I'm walking through and there's like just gorgeous women like changing clothes running around and, like and for me I'm like this is, this is paradise like who who's guy wouldn't want, wouldn't want to do this and I, I realized that my client's not next to me I look back and he's at like the entrance and his like face is like completely pale and I'm like oh shit uh-huh. so I walk back and he's like frozen he can't move and he goes thomas i f- i think i'm gonna have a panic attack oh shit and so <gasps> we much. walk out he's like hyperventilating brown paper bag everything no legit- like really not <laughs> like, an exaggeration oh, no, not, not exaggeration had a legit oh, anxiety shit. attack and he was like thomas like i've never been around like that many attractive women before in my life
2: Aww.
1: like i didn't really know what to do and i'm like well this is what you wanted He's like he was like I really didn't think you could deliver like <laughs> like for whatever reason you think I could deliver and I was like listen well let's start talking to them and then you could just tell he just wasn't he wasn't yeah, there yeah, the mindset wasn't it. there well you're
2: there to help them build up to that point at whatever level they're at
1: exactly yeah. and, and towards the end of the night he ended up actually striking a conversation with this really amazing woman find out that like she uh, had just graduated from MIT oh wow really smart what? and they started going on, they started dating which is really cool that relationship personally didn't pan out but but still. Yeah, I mean now now he's like married and I think probably has like a kid or two, which is great. But like amazing. But that moment was very interesting to me because sometimes you you think you know what you want until yeah. you actually get it. Yeah, and it's it like makes the, a lot of sense. There's like the oh shit moment. Like now it's here. How can I like how can I like show up and like be able to get this? And can't deny Sometimes you can't. Yeah, sometimes you can't. Deny you can't. It.
0: Do you ever set up your clients? Because obviously you rep- you deal with women and men. Do you ever connect them?
1: You know, I've, I've been doing this for eight years. I haven't done it. Yet, um, I won't like completely close the door on that. But I've always been a proponent of if you're not ready to date or you don't have the skills or know how to communicate, then it wouldn't matter if I match you up with the perfect person in the world.
2: That's true. You know, true. so gonna go nowhere.
1: So I'd rather get you in a place where you have the ability to do it, and then like if an opportunity comes up, then I'll then I can make that it happen but, organically. Or yeah, something. yeah. But my clients, when I work with them, they find are other on their own. And so I just don't have the need to match them up.
0: That's great. Yeah. I mean, damn, I need to enlist your services. <laughs> yeah. But in the meantime, I get to be on the panel with you yeah. hey, night you yeah. at the Great Love Debate. So guys, get your tickets. Greatlovedebate.com. If or you're in LA. If you're in LA, hollywood.improv.com, right? Yeah. And where else can people find you?
1: So you can go to my site, theprofessionalwingman.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm always there answering questions or talking to peeps. I'm at Thomas H Edwards and I'm on Instagram. So you can find me at Your wingman, letter U, letter R, wingman.
0: All right. And would you ever coach somebody by way of Skype or on the phone or anything? Yeah,
1: absolutely. In fact, um, that's what most of my clients actually I do work with over Skype or over the phone. Um, I think doing weekly coaching with people, especially if they're looking to work on creating a lifestyle that's conducive to meeting quality people, but then also using their social skills to create those connections. I think requires weekly work. Maintenance. Yeah, it, Maintenance. Really, it really is important. And also just for momentum purposes, right? Like yeah. everything that you've worked for in your life has required a level of work. So yeah. don't just think that dating just comes together like that because it's probably the hardest thing that you will need to work on outside of anything else you've done. And that's not to intimidate anyone out no. there, but just to understand that like when you think about love, love has no unit of measure. And by def- so by default, it's irrational, uh-huh.
0: right? Like I can't
1: yeah. say that like I have eleven loves for you, right? Because you can't, you can't, you can That just doesn't work. Yeah. And so how we think about it is completely irrational. And so, just understand that, the, that by through irrationality, it becomes the hardest thing to understand, hardest thing to gauge, hardest thing to control. Oh, you you're know so right and so, so
0: right man just, just
1: know that you know if you really Jesus. want that kind of love that you're looking for it's going to require the most the, the hardest work you've ever done in your life at the same time when you find that love it's going to be the most rewarding thing you'll ever have in your life
0: oh so good so good and on that note we, thank you yeah, so thank much you. for joining us today thanks for having me guys and you know guys we want to just thank you for listening and don't forget to tune in for next week's Oh my god, next week's guest, English, Alex Worley. And don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Complicated Show. And tune into our YouTube show tomorrow, two drunk girls at three p.m. That's
2: right. And don't forget to subscribe to It's Complicated on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And uh keep the comments coming, you guys. Tell a friend, thank you so much. And you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website.
0: And you can find me at Jennifer Golden, that's Jennifer with one N. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and my website, and the great love debate tomorrow night. Break a leg, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Love you long time.
1: You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on LA Talk Radio.